And Abby is in the cellar today. Abby Anderson is here today. I am here. It's good to be good here. Good to see you, girl. Thanks for having me. Are you kidding? Been, uh, we've been trying to get you in here, you know, for a little bit. We, um, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends, you know, folks at your label, Black mm -hmm. River, and, and uh, you know, we've been talking about writing and for, for a long time, actually. And so I'm really... Uh, I'm well, excited. We gotta make that happen. I know too. two keyboards in the same room. <laughs> this has never happened before. I would love that. So this is really, really good. You know, um, as a matter of fact, you know, Dennis Quaid just left. He was here. We were talking about some of our favorite, favorite uh, songwriters, and you said he's hot for. He's like he's a hot older guy. He's just he's a good-looking man. <laughs> it's a good thing. Okay? He is a good-looking. He's a good-looking man. And he's a great guy too. <laughs> great and great songwriter. You know, but we were talking about some of our heroes and some of our influences and. And, uh, you know, like me, Elton John, Billy Joel, some mm -hmm. of these piano players, probably just like you, Jackson Brown, and the Eagles. But who, who, yes. who inspired you? I mean, tell me, what, tell me about well, you. Well, I'm going to embarrass you for a second because when I was little, I hated piano lessons so much. I mean, I was just like, <laughs> so, it's hard to imagine, but I was very dramatic when I was little. Oh, really? I know, that's uh, uh, I, know. I know. I don't get but any But I just remember just giving my mom the hardest time about practicing. and She showed me a a video of um, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin playing piano. I was like, Mom, that's great, but like they're sitting down, and like I want to stand up and right. sing and perform. And she was like, okay, watch this. And she pulled up a video of you, and I was like, yep. dang it, I have no excuse. See, I got no excuses up. now. So. Some of the good ones stand up. <laughs> you know, we, you know it's, it's hard. I mean, I, I have a really hard time sitting behind a piano. It's just like, you know, because I'm just like you. I got all this energy, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, so I think... You know, everybody thinks of a piano player as like a, you know, right. classical, right? <laughs> so, so we're here to prove them wrong. You, you know? put on the show, and that's mm -hmm. why, like, entertainers like you. And then I remember one of my first two concerts ever was Nora Jones and then Tina Turner right after that. <laughs> so I was like, man, as a nine-year-old watching them, I was like, if I can somehow merge all of this together... You know, and I can still play piano and entertain people and make See, sure that's an all interesting combination, good. Nora Jones and Tina Turner. I yep. think <laughs> I think mine was Van Halen and uh and let's see, Van Halen and Merle Haggard. So that was two Well there you go. You put those two together and that's what you get. Out but, comes Mr. Phil. Well I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to hear you. No, tell me about the first song you're gonna play. I wanna hear this. Oh, so this this first one is called Make Him Wait. This was my very first song I ever released and and I come from a big family. There's seven kids in my family. I know, oh six God. girls. You said you have two. Uh, there's you. six girls. My dad's got you beat by Your by dad is my fours. hero. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. He and I need to sit down I and talk know. sometime. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, six girls. And I think it was just really important to my parents that all of us girls know where our worth comes from and, and how valued we are. So this yeah. is called Make Him Wait. Well, I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. Play it for All me, right, girlfriend. let's do it. Here we go. When he calls you, you don't have to answer right away, make him wait. And when he small talks, before he asks you on a date, make him wait. Of what you want to do Make him wait By the phone At the door to meet your dad Before that first kiss He's got to hold your hand You can't get it back When you give yourself away 
for my daughters later on uh, <laughs> Abby I have a lot of dads oh, who say that so. <laughs> amazing <laughs> thank you it's amazing thank you very much <clears throat> what do I say <laughs> you can keep saying that that's I okay love it. wow <laughs> thank you Abby Anderson everybody there you go <laughs> back on Songs from the Cellar with Abby Anderson. Thanks for being here. This is Thanks great. This is great, isn't it? All right, it? <laughs> you got to tell me about I'm Good. I want to hear about this one. Oh, All right, well, tell me about there, this song. You there know? was this guy, right? And everybody, <laughs> everybody's got a first love. And yeah. I would... So I had that happen. I had a big old heartbreak, and I was 19, and I just thought the world was over yeah, <laughs> and everything. And um, a couple of my girlfriends were going through the same thing. And I remember going into this session just venting my heart out. And uh, I just, I remember telling my co-writers, I'm like, man, I just wish I could tell them I'm good. Like, I don't, I'm doing great, you know? And like, and I'm happy for him. He's doing awesome too. So that's good. It's got a little bit of the, the sass, which I really, really like. But, you know, just goes out to all my sisters out there who yeah. got heartbroken they're looking good. They're feeling good. <laughs> Everything's okay. <laughs> no, I think breakups are the best time to write a song. I swear, I think the best time to write 100%, a song. 100%. Yeah. I, I really believe it. I mean, you can talk about love, and love is great, but, man, breakup songs are the best. Mm. I'm just telling you. Well, I can't wait to hear this one. Let's, Let's this do one. it. All right, here we go. No more racking my brain, wondering what I did wrong. No 
I'm hoping you call, stressing and checking my phone. No more feeling sorry for myself. Our history books are on the shelf. What's done is done, there's nothing else to say. So if you wanna go out, take me on the dance floor, spin me around, tell me that you want more. Conversation, no more Friday night lipstick wasting all of my time. Drink chicken, your Kool Aid, spending my dimes and my kisses on you, babe. If you're thinking that I'm on the fence, thinking I want you back, nah, now baby, I'm good. It's like the most millennial thing you've ever heard, right? <laughs> well, baby, I'm good at calling ball. Turns out you're full of it. Guess my mama was right, I just dodged a bullet Yeah, yeah, so what? You bought a brand new truck And now you wanna pick me up Well, honey, I don't give up I care about you So if you wanna go out Take me on the dance floor, spin me around Tell me that you want more Well, I ain't having this conversation No more Friday night Thinking I want you back now, now, baby, I'm good. Hey, yeah, baby, I'm good. Mm -hmm. well, baby, I'm good, baby, I'm good. You know what, baby, I'm good. Goodbye, goodbye. I'm only wishing you would just have a nice life. You know what, baby, I'm good. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. It's like I would. <laughs> if you wanna go. Take me on the dance floor, spin me around Tell me that you want more I ain't having this conversation No more Friday night lipstick wasting All of my time drink, drinking your Kool-Aid Spending my dimes and my kisses on you, babe If you're thinking that I'm on the fence Thinking I want you back Now, now, baby, I'm good mm. Baby, I'm good You're great. No, you're not good. You're great. You're great. Uh, oh. <laughs> Abby Anderson, what? that's Thank so you. good, girlfriend. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thanks for coming down and hanging out and settling with us today. I'm so. Well, this was a blast. Thanks for having oh, me. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. Songs from a Cellar, Abby Anderson. What can you say about that? <laughs>
to the U UK now and finding uh, a really great audience for our music. Isn't it cool? Yeah, I mean, man. it's, you know, I think that, that people digest music a little bit differently really? over there. Really and um, they care about the songs. They care about the stories behind the songs, you know. And, and once you get them hooked, I almost feel like they, they become fans for life. Yes, um, yes. And so it's just a matter of putting the people in the seats and, and doing your thing, you yeah. know. I mean, once they hear you and they love it. And it's kind of funny, you know, you talk about, you know, being from Kentucky. It's funny how folks in London or wherever can relate to a, a kid from Kentucky, you know, or whatever, <laughs> Virginia or L.A. or whatever. But they, 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 they just love it. They're so hungry for our music. Which, uh, and singer-songwriters. I find they really love the singer-songwriters there. And, 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 uh, and they're really, um, like you said, fans forever. You know, we started going over there, I don't know how many years ago. And we, it's just, I think every time we go over, it's just built and built and built. And, and I find that that's kind of what you have to do. And so what did you grow up listening to? I mean, I know you're from Kentucky, man. You got a lot of great, I mean, a lot of great yeah. music coming out. Well, I grew up on bluegrass. My parents, uh, right. you know, obviously being from Kentucky, bluegrass was was kind of in my my deep roots. But really? that wasn't what that I, you know, right. I would prefer to listen to. Right. So when I hit about 13 and, and started listening to real music, dad turned me on to you know, the Allman Brothers and Skinner oh. and Stevie Ray Vaughan. And, oh, you know. the best stuff, right? And then right? it was like, yeah, it was like then from there, I kind of went down a little rabbit hole and, and found Little Feet and, right. you know, oh, wow. Government Mule and Derek <laughs> Trucks and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. So yeah. it, for me, it was, uh, it, was, it was really cool to explore it by kind of having the Allman Brothers as the, the headstone, you know. So but, good. Well, I mean, you know, you can't, you can't go wrong listening to those guys. I mean, it was always with Greg and... Uh, and you know Dwayne, and I mean, what what an amazing band! I mean, I don't even know if they get the credit they deserve, really. But I mean, I think they're one of the best, uh, greatest American bands, you know. And, and and growing up listening to that kind of stuff, I mean, you uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna come out with some rootsy rock and roll cool stuff, you yes, know. Sir. So tell me about writing. You've been in Nashville for a bit, though, right? You've been yes, sir. Um, I went to MTSU, got right. a music business degree. And, right. Uh, Anderson East and I moved to to East Nashville about yeah, yeah. 10, 12 years ago, something like that. And, um, man, it's just been, it's been a really cool experience because my path has not necessarily always been songwriting. Right. Um, I used my degree for a little while and did the tour management type of stuff and cool. realized real quick that that wasn't my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, it takes a whole different kind of right. skill set, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, you know, after that I kind of, um, I started looking at, at the catalog of songs that I'd written through college and whatnot and didn't necessarily feel like they were representative of who I was or what I stood for or what I right. believed in really at the time. Yeah. So I jumped back in the writing rooms and, and really tried to, to hone that co-writing craft and, and got a chance to get in the room with some great writers, you know, uh, Brent Cobb, right. um, Kendall Marvel, and, and Will Hogue, and, and really tried to um, just craft up the best possible songs that I could and, and I met Seth early on we met at a Tin Roof Revival oh, cool. um, and I went up to him after the set and I was like man you're amazing like let's write a song and uh, you know the whole Nashville handshake thing right, right, right. oh yeah man I'll give you a call and then you never hear from him uh, but thankfully Seth, Seth uh, followed up gave me a call um, and right out of the gate man we just hit it off and I felt like we knew where each other were coming from. We right. were kind of going through the same stuff at the same time. So um, he's been a, a great asset as it's a writer. It's real personal, your music. You know, it's real personal. And I think, you know, that's what the key is. And a lot of people can sit in a room and try to write a song about whatever. But, I mean, if, you know, if you're going through a heartbreak or if you're in whatever it may be, 
I mean, that's where your best songs come from. What's there to say, right? Okay, that's your, uh, I mean, this whole, that was your kind of your breakout sort of deal, you know? It's, uh, um, I think when, when you came back and you started doing this stuff and writing these songs, that's kind of, that's the real you, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it, you know, sometimes I feel like as a songwriter um, and an artist that I've kind of been led in life to experience certain things and to right. feel certain things just so I can write about them. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and fortunately, this was one of those songs that I was going through a really tough time and, um, you know, didn't have uh, the greatest of luck in, in a relationship that I was in and, yeah. and, and, and did some things that I wasn't super proud of, you know, and this song was my way of facing those demons that I'd created. Um, and I feel like it kind of helped me get over a whole lot. Too. It's cathartic. Well, I want to hear this, man. Let's just, I, I love this song. Seeing I'm sour feels broken cold like my heart. Never meant to hurt no one, never meant to tear us apart. I thought salvation could never feel so far away Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm living in vain What's there to say when you set a soul on fire There ain't a thing makes it easier to burn
You guys, we'll be right back. Kyle D'Angelo and Seth, all the way from Lansing. And we're back. What a great episode today. Thank you guys so much for being here. Kyle Daniel, Seth, thanks. You guys killed it today, man. And uh, appreciate you coming back and, and hanging out with us in the cellar. Hey, we ran out of time today, but you can check out Kyle doing his song Landline on our socials. Thanks again. We will see you next time on Songs from the Cellar. Yeah.